0: Happy Halloween, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with D. Take 5. Once again, I am your host, Daryl, taking on the mic. I'm actually flying solo on this one today, so you get a whole lot of me, but I promise it won't be for long. (laughs) But uh, if this is your first time listening, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Talk with D. and make sure uh, real is spelt like a movie reel, so R-E-E-L. But basically what we do here is we take a movie, most of the time it's been an older movie, we break it down in our own way, discuss it, have fun with it. Um, But for these take five segments. Um, It could be a number of things that we talk about, anything from which fictional characters would would win in a fight to actors or actresses that you'd want to invite to dinner. But it just gives you a chance to take five minutes from work or school or what have you and see if you agree or disagree or just join in the conversation. But today we're doing one of our first spoiler-free reviews for a movie, and tonight that movie is Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, As far as 2023 movies go, this is one I was definitely looking forward to the most. Uh, There's movies like The Exorcist the Believer or Saw 10. Those ones can wait, but this is one I just really, really wanted to see. This Blumhouse film is based on a hit video game series that I've actually never played, but I do know enough about it to come to the conclusion that I don't really want to play it. (laughs) It sounds terrifying, and honestly, Resident Evil is good enough for me on the Scare Tactics. Uh, That being said, I'm here just strictly as a moviegoer and viewer. But the movie was released on October 27th in theaters, and you can also find it on Peacock. Uh, it was directed by Emma Tammy. It stars Josh Hutcherson portraying a troubled security guard named Mike Schmidt, who is currently dealing with some custody battles of his little sister, Abby, and reluctantly takes a job as a night guard at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. While on the job, he realizes that things might not all be as they seem as the animatronic robots begin coming to life. Now, I do want to say this. These animatronics looked fantastic fantastic, especially knowing that Jim Henson Production had a hand in this. Now, I know Hollywood has a history of unfortunate failures for video game adaptations, but for me, I usually consider myself pretty optimistic about select movies that many fans might not agree with, but a good example would be this one, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying I actually enjoyed this movie for what it was. Now, I know there's a whole lore of video game lovers out there who might have a different take on this movie. And if that's you, well, then let's connect. I would love to hear your take on it, though. I will say if you don't have a surface knowledge of what the game is about and you're going into this movie completely blind, I could understand if you don't end up liking it. But again, we can get into that later. Um I can already say this, is that this movie will not be for everyone. But that being said, there's a lot that I really enjoyed about this movie without giving too much away. I was impressed on the direction from Emma Tammy. I've actually never seen any of her movies, but one thing that really stuck out for me was the production and sound design of this movie. I thought it was spot on and just how much she was able to capture the nostalgic feeling of these fun centers. Uh, If you've ever been a fan of going to Chuck E. Cheese, you know exactly what I mean. Or for my 90s Buffalo fans and family, it might just give the feeling of good old major magics if that place rings any bells for any one of you. But in going to these places, if the characters or animatronics ever freaked you out, this movie does a pretty good job of recapturing that feeling. I also felt the cast did a really great job. It was so good to see Josh Hutcherson back again uh, since his Hunger Games days. Matthew Lillard, of course, is in it. Even Elizabeth Lail, who you guys might know as Beck from the show You, or how I know her best, Princess Anna, from the hit show Once Upon a Time. Uh, Another thing I liked about this movie was the general storyline of it. I honestly went into it thinking it was just going to be a nightmarish 90-minute movie about killer animatronics. Now, while that is somewhat the case, there's actually a good amount of depth and development to Josh Hutcherson's character that really takes the movie in a separate direction that I wasn't expecting but pleasantly surprised with. Um, The movie itself runs about an hour and 49 minutes, and it actually hits hard on the trauma that the character is going through as he continues to have dreams on the disappearance and apparent murder of his younger brother. One of the unique things I like about this, without giving too much away, was how the character is actually attempting to use his dreams to try to figure out what exactly happened to his brother on that day, which I thought was a really cool and unique thing, and it really gave the movie some heart to it as well. Now, I do know over the weekend that this movie got a lot of pushback from critics and horror fans who are claiming that the movie was too poorly paced and relied too heavily on jump scares or that it wasn't violent enough and should have been rated R instead. And while I do completely understand that and I see where they're coming from, I can honestly say I think it worked out with the level of violence that this movie gave. There's actually a death scene in the movie that I did, in fact, see coming, but the way the character died, I was honestly surprised they kept it for only a PG 13 movie. So, I mean, a lot of the stuff sometimes you don't even see, but. Still, I thought for what it was, they made it work. But with that being said, there are, of course, elements of the movie that I wasn't the biggest fan of. I'm honestly not a fan of movies that are only scary because of their jump scares. For me, as someone who jumps easily in a movie, um, a jump scare has to leave that effect on me for a little while, and it has to make me feel uneasy. It can't just be like a one-and-done kind of deal. Uh, Whereas this movie, it didn't really give that, in my opinion. It was just like a jump scare, and sometimes maybe a laugh would follow, or you know it's just like your cliche jump scares i just wasn't crazy about it but this is the reason why i like movies like the shining or even like the original exorcist which i'm i'm really not the biggest fan of but it's a well made movie um and they still terrify me today just because they're scary for what they are they don't need those jump scares to make it terrifying they don't try too hard to be something that they're not But that being said, another thing was the third and final act of the movie. Um, To me, it just felt a little rushed, in my opinion, and I might just need to watch it again, but I still had some questions after it was over that I feel like could have been answered, but they just weren't (laughs) um but like all good horror movies there is of course a twist um it's a predictable twist in my opinion but if you know your horror movies you'll probably catch this one pretty quick but um, there are rumors of a potential sequel even a potential third movie but again that remains to be seen and maybe some of the questions will be answered then but who knows uh there is a mini mid credit scene as well as some kind of a hidden message per se with uh again without giving too much away uh after the credits my guess is that that was that was more for the lore cuz truthfully i didn't really Get it. But again, that's just me. Uh, but I can only assume that they're just trying to see what they can set up for a possible sequel. But, anyways, you guys, wrapping things up, overall, I really enjoyed the movie and would definitely recommend it if you're just looking for a fun, entertaining movie for Halloween night. Uh, it's not overly scary or gory, but it does provide fun and a little bit of humor, too. It's definitely a more light hearted horror movie. And I'm not going to reveal any favorite scenes, but I will give this the old Real Talk rating. And I'm going to go ahead and just give it a six for this one. Uh, Again, this is no Oscar-worthy movie, and it definitely has its flaws, but it provides entertainment, which is frankly all I look for in a movie. As long as it entertains me, then that's all that really counts, in my opinion. But anyways, you guys, uh, that'll conclude today's Take 5 segment. Have you guys seen Five Nights at Freddy's? If so, what did you think? Uh, Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, Real Talk with D. Uh, spread the word to your friends and family listen to this podcast on apple spotify google wherever you get your podcasts but again you guys this is take five thank you again so much for tuning in you guys rock and we will be talking with you real soon happy halloween everyone